Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. Hey man, it, it's not a party until you've told a honky tonk crack story. It's Wrestling Mayhem Show 541. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter. That's something you can check out on Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold at the Patreon, patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is the show where we talk professional wrestling and with my compatriots. Uh, first of all, uh, he is the only one on the show with a future Endeavor letter from the WWE, but we hope that they hire him back to log all that TNA footage. He's <laughs> mad, Mike. I hope they don't hire me back to log all that TNA footage because I really don't want to see Francine almost get raped again. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Also, That was with, a thing that happened. Also with me uh, <laughs> on the other side of Pittsburgh, he is the Riz. Or whatever Orlando Jordan was doing, you don't want to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole time. Oh no, oh no, put the toothpaste away. Uh, also with <laughs> us in studio, back on the show. That's I think right. you you were on the main. You were on this show, right? You, I've been on this show. We have interviewed months, yeah. you, but you have been on this I've been show, on show as well thrice. I think no, this show really. Yeah. Is that guest host? That means he's a guest host. Congratulations. You yeah. have graduated. You and Chris LaRusso yes. have become official co-hosts of the show. All right. It's it, not it, together, though. I like the three-episode role. We don't, we, don't, we don't do anything for you or anything like that. No, 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 no. It's, I mean, it's, we'll it's a title. Like a yeah. No raise in pay or responsibility. Do I get a theme song? The, no, I, no, no, sorry. sorry. I, I, think, I think we should break tradition. <clears throat> I think we should triple his pay. Triple your pay? Ooh, all right. Ooh, Triple. there you, you were go. Threatening, you were threatening to cut in what? half earlier, so that's... What is what is three times zero? Oh, no, 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 no. He gets uh, three times whatever he got in pizza tonight. Ooh, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's... Because that, uh, that's, we're that's out of that. There, were, there was like two slices. Yeah, and okay. I had one. Yep. There you go. There you go. So three. Next you time. Get three more. Yeah, three slices. I'm there. That's that's it. That's that's the... Um, I hope I spelled your name right since you can't see video. I can't see <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it thinking. Why are there, why are there four oh, that's okay. We we have we have a disconnect in the studio because we had to, <laughs> we had to use, we had to use a piece of hardware at the looking for group thing. Check that out. The looking for group no mercy tournament. Um, I lost my Ooh, mind when I lost my mind when the guys both picked Chris Benoit for a match. So <laughs> yeah. check that yeah, out. That was, that was a good pick at the time. I just, and almost like we planned that. Sort of. Almost like you planned. One was wearing an awkward referee shirt. But anyway, check that out. WrestlingMayhemShow.com and so much uh, more over there, of course. Subscribe to the show. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and Facebook for the video versions. And, uh, and, and of course, follow us on Twitter as well. Some great conversations, especially during the wrestling shows. Um, we've been having a lot of fun with those and, and communicating with you guys lately. Also, drop us a line at 412-206-WMS0 or that email address, guys. Good times! Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Com. Uh, check us out on the 405radio.com. We're the thing that's not talking about Donald Trump yet. We're the um, weirdest thing on that podcast. I know. That like, show, so. our, yes. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. Um, anyways, uh, you can also drop us, uh, uh, share the show, leave a comment on iTunes, however, however you can to support the show. We appreciate it all. But also a big thanks to our Patreon supporters. Boom! 
giggity. Woo! Uh, we're at the $1 level, our lo- current longest reigning Patreon supporter, as well as our friends. And I can't, you know, usually I let the guests um, um, say these, but there's no screen in front of you <laughs> because I didn't connect it because right. the thing is not here. A big thanks to server not found. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then that thing's not plugged in for some many, reason. Many thanks for your support. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, also, thanks to the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment, also at the $1 level. Our friends Ed Burke. We were having a Twitter conversation about how to say his name. It's Ed Bjork. Sorry. Ed Bjork, okay. Bjork, Ed Bjork. Wait, have I been saying that part wrong this entire time? <clears throat> no. It's the other. I, it's, we, we, were, we were talking on... on uh, last week about saying his name right mm-hmm. and uh we meant we just came up with ed bjork 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 uh, oh, as well, a there you go. singer hey man a- a- as a patreon he gets to let pro wrestlers one of which at least has been in ring of honor mispronounce his name i think that's what that's one of the benefits you get from giving money <laughs> to the show we don't give anybody a thesaurus uh anyways also alex cars out in california supporting at the one dollar level and some guy named Bobby bobby snyder also supporting the show at he's a from dollar. johnstown i understand he's from johnstown uh so anyways uh, uh thank you so much to those people and i can say you can give a buck you cannot patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show you get very uh special stories from our guests as of late road stories from our friends chris larusso and andrew palace and uh find out um which wrestlers it's okay to take crack fun- from and which ones it's not okay to take from there are caveats there are caveats to it remember the answer may surprise the answer you. may <laughs> surprise you yeah, let's get no. yeah, let's get that way on it. So let's talk. I was gonna say no. Let's talk pro wrestling. Of course, I think the biggest news. You know what? I, okay, I'm not going to say which is the biggest news, but the most mainstream news lately is the return of Bill Goldberg. The the pending return of Gil, Gilbert Gilbert Gil, too. Gilbert. I'd rather see James Ellsworth. <laughs> we talked. We got started getting into this a little bit less than James Ellsworth. Yes, he's um, getting a title match next week. Sorg, wait, that's wait. the biggest news. Is that? Is did, that did they announce that's that on a real Smack? thing? That's a thing. Oh, that's so great. That's, that's so All great. Right. Um. Anyways, two hands in a dream. Two hands in a dream, man. <laughs> well, the other guy <laughs> with two hands, chance. two hands in a dream, was Bill Goldberg. All those many years ago, and a small, a small, large NFL lineman became or whatever the hell he was uh became a star Mm -hmm. he was a defense was he defense defense lineman i was right sorg of look at that guy that's what i get for watching the bill goldberg uh monday night wars episode (laughs) in my sleep i pick up on details like that uh so of course wwe promoting the hell out of bill goldberg returning by showing the monday night war episode where they tell tell everybody that he can't wrestle (laughs) yeah that would be amazing. No, that that is well, amazing. Did. That yeah, is what they they're did. doing. It was on today when I flipped <laughs> on the channel. It's what they advertised at the end of Raw as yep. coming on next at the WWE That's Network. Right. I'm oh. like, wait a minute. I'm getting mixed signals here. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anybody? Anybody else on that? Uh, but I didn't what, watch uh, it, other than that, and the other thing I, I was talking with, um, who was I talking with today about this? Actually, our, our good friend Sean Graham, our, our Ring of Ring of Honor friend. Uh, as in, he goes to Ring of Honor shows with me. Um, I was having lunch with him today, and we were talking wrestling. And he and and uh, uh, 
I think it's interesting because they did a little bit of a flashback to that WrestleMania 20 match that Mike was in attendance for, of course, in Madison Square Garden, <laughs> where everybody match. booed them, where everybody booed them out of the building. I love that match. For you love that match? match? I absolutely love that match. Reason. Hey, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 Bert, why do you love that match? Because it was such a spectacle. Okay. It was just one of those moments you have to, admi- it just, that's one of those moments you have to, in the words of Jericho, drink it in, man, because that was, that was such a, like, like you get chills when they did the, uh, nah, nah, hey, hey, goodbye chant. That was the first time they ever did that in, in, during a match. Really? Like during a match? The, the crowd they... doing that during a match it, that I can recall. And like when they did that, I'm like, wow, this is like next level kind of stuff. Yeah. Because it was just such a spectacle. Was that, that was like three or four minutes. I mean, the match itself was, it was whatever. six. It, it, yeah. It was like it was six minutes of that and then the so, actual match. Because that was a, uh, I mean, that was something that watching that you couldn't. I, the last time I felt that way before that was Hogan Rock at WrestleMania. So wait, your favorite part of that match was essentially me. Yeah, pretty much because okay, I accept I accept your right answer. because I mean the match itself <laughs> the match itself was was what it was and it wasn't you know very good because they I mean they mailed it in once they realized that nothing was happening they're both leaving there's no reason for them to put any effort into it and, and but the crowd made that one of the most memorable matches that. Mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And I always, I always look at it. I, I always look at it on a sour note because, yeah, it's memorable, but not for the right reasons. Of course not. Right. Of course I not. mean, but but I guess you. you but circumstantially, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, yeah, two yeah. guys about to leave the company, and everybody knows it. The it, internet it, it, is a thing now in the city where so. everybody's going to tell you about it. It's, yeah. it's not like they did it in Des Moines, where you know where it gets <laughs> off to two weeks later. Oh, they're about it to leave. It could have been worse. It could have been Chicago, right? Or, or or Hartford or something. The one they had in, at the mall in Hartford, or the version of Pittsburgh that had the Royal Rumble. Right. Right. Yeah. That one. You're right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. We would. We'll, yeah. No. Right. We were not nice people that night <laughs> so i hated the crowd that night i absolutely despised the crowd that night it was um okay side note since we're getting into that a little bit uh, sitting there like i can't remember mm-hmm. participating in it right i just remember looking around and being in the middle of it like like i've had a couple moments in my life i'm like oh crap i might be in the middle of a riot right. uh and that was one of those times right <laughs> But, the, other, the other time was the 2001 gathering the jugglos. The other oh, time boy. was when Paul Orndorff was rallying everybody against Obama in Franklin at Night of Legends. Oh my God, yeah. that's funny! Whoa. Wow, <laughs> I mean, that, would... that was like, oh, I am at the wrong rally. Uh, crowds, crowds can make a break a match, and in, in that case, they elevated that in my in my mind to a memorable level mm-hmm. because it was just the two of them, a normal crowd, moderate heat when it's supposed to be there. I wouldn't have thought anything of it. I would have thought, okay, that was a match. Let's move on to the next thing, whatever. But the crowd made that moment. There were matches where the crowd could absolutely kill a, kill a match for the wrong reasons. Orton Cena at that Rumble, exact same thing. I mean, that was a decent match independent of the crowd. And, right. and, and that crowd killed that match. Because I, I think the fact that they hyped it as a regular match didn't help either. That's one of the few matches I've ever seen that was actually hyped as a regular match. Yeah, after they had so many in a ladder match, and, yeah, and they're like, seen, "We're going to have another match." You've seen everything in that in that same venue. They had an Iron Man match. That was, I remember, that and, was, and now you're hyping it as a regular match. That was that was the well, that was the worst one because <clears throat> going into it, like I think Stephanie announced it and right. was like, "We're going to do something like really important here. You're yeah. going to have 
a one-on-one standard match. And like, right. But yeah. she's saying it. But she was saying it like she was announcing Hell in a Cell right. on yeah. fire. Okay, <laughs> yeah, like ten Hells in the Cell. Yeah, right. yeah. And it's it's like you're gonna have a normal match opening right. Royal Rumble. You're selling it as that. Yeah, and then of course the the Daniel it Bryan did not effect. Open Royal Rumble, by the way. I mean, it was still, yeah. I mean, Daniel it Bryan was in the opening. Like I see that opening matches before the Royal Rumble are the least consequential matches you can possibly have. Of course, of right? Course. Yeah. So, uh, not necessarily. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, some like now, I, I, nowadays, yes. I mean, it, had, it's a generalization. Yeah, but at okay. the time, but you, yeah, I mean, you've like had, you've had like Benoit, Jericho doing the, right. the Rumble, but I mean, I mean, that's where you stick like Brock Lesnar, Hardcore Holly. Yeah, right for the championship. For some reason, yeah, like that kind. And that's where stick workers. I've never like that. That years later, you're surprised never appeared in a Royal Rumble, like Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall was never, in, wow. was, never in the actual, was never in the actual Rumble. Never itself. realized no because he always did a 15, 20 minute Intercontinental Title match, or whatever, before the show. Okay, yeah, that was back in the day where at where they actually had such a flushed out roster oh, that right, people right. didn't do double yeah. duty. And be, and before his return, what, what was it last year, two years ago? The Dudleys, Dudleys were never in the Rumble before mm-hmm. Bubba Ray's spot last year. Mm-hmm. Exact same thing. JBL. Anyways, back to Goldberg. Right. Well, no, JBL was in the Rumble. He was in the Rumble well, as, as I, like um like Bradshaw two, from the APA. Yeah, and, and, and I think when they when when they made the, the when Michael Cole like he did that little. Spot a few years ago, Michael Cole made the point. Oh, it's the first time the JBL character is never in the Royal Rumble. But yeah, but uh, yeah, back to Goldberg. That's where when they say character on commentary, right? But so so we have Goldberg announced announced that he was thinking about coming back. Paul Heyman doing his thing. Uh, Goldberg's going to show up on Raw. Uh, this is this is one of those things where yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to the match at all. But this is going to be a mainstream spectacle. Oh, yeah, it, absolutely. And I think I. In- and, and Mike, too, we were talking about would they really do this at Survivor Series? Um, I think so because it's the thirtieth Survivor Series. Thirtieth Survivor Series, and they're doing the and they're, it's a really close tie into the video game too, which is which is why which is why they're we've been building now. we've actually been hyping this match yeah. since the first. It was re- it, you guys watched uh, what was it Rocky Balboa, right? Yeah, right. This is the same exact storyline. Oh, wow! Absolutely. Wow. Um, this is maybe maybe the best thing to come out of the video game uh, uh, since Suicide. Highly disagree. <laughs> suicide. Yeah, highly disagree. That's right, because actually the Suicide became uh, T.J. Perkins so right, right. In, the, in the end. First, uh, he became Manix. Manix, yeah. Right. Let, let's, yeah. let's not forget Manic. I'm skipping a lot of the middle part because I don't have time for that. Uh, you know what I don't have time for, Sorg? WWE sanctioned part. Goldberg. Goldberg. I don't, uh, Goldberg. Because, all right, all right. Um, <clears throat> I've made no secret that this that this match is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen live. <laughs> um, and now, unbelievably, both <laughs> Goldberg and Brock Lesnar are in places in their career where they can do less with each other. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> they are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar is the unstoppable juggernaut who couldn't even have a match, a proper match with Randy Orton. Right. So he decided to just beat him bloody. <laughs> he beat the undertaker at WrestleMania. The only way you're allowed to even get a win over Brock Lesnar is if it's a triple threat match and he's not involved in the decision. Right. 
And Goldberg is fucking old. Yeah. And will not want to do anything. <laughs> like, picture Dean Ambrose in 20 years. That's what this match is going to be. It's going to be, like, and I said this last night on the wrap-up, I would rather see Goldberg and Brock Lesnar playing as themselves mm-hmm. in the video game on Up, Up, Down, Down, streamed live on that pay-per-view. I would rather see that. Because this is just going, it's not even going to be a spectacle. Right. Unless Goldberg legitimately just busts him open and beat the shit out of him, which is not going to happen. No. Unless that happens, I don't see the point of this. It's not like Bill Goldberg is The Rock. If this was The Rock, totally different story. The Rock actually matters in 2016. You know who doesn't? Goldberg. Right, right. And again, yeah. this isn't for the match. It's for the spectacle. It's for the press. It's for ESPN talking about it. And correct me if I'm wrong. Bill Goldberg's last match was against Brock Lesnar. Right. That No, that was the last match for both of them. That's why they did that. Right. But right. I'm saying was, that was his last match anywhere against anybody. That's true. Period. That's true. He went and did uh, car shows. 13 years. Or so he's years rested. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know who he could show up and do a warm-up, warm-up match with. And maybe they could do it at Hell in Cell. James Ellsworth. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're on my. You're on I mean, my. A, a match versus James Ellsworth is exactly like training for a match with Brock Lesnar. Right. I think it's perfect exactly. in the same segment while we're talking about uh, uh, the phenomenon that is Bill Goldberg. Uh, we should talk about the phenomenon that is James Ellsworth, who apparently does he run a promotion? I believe. Yeah. Maryland. Mm-hmm. In Maryland. Yeah. Right. And like, who is he? Who does he have the in with at this point? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, you gotta like WWE definitely in in the okay. WWE definitely in recent time has listened to the audience and social media and the buzz on that and has responded to that. And I think this is this definitely is one of those point. cases. Oh, of course. Um, and and that was by the way, that was great. That was great. Just Dean, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose was fantastic tonight with that stuff. This is this yeah. this is I'll the have, Dean. I, I'm I can't okay. wait to watch that. I'm down with that. Uh, when he when he when he gets called, they they take the the age. I forget his name. Asian ref um, okay. uh, gives him his shirt, <laughs> and then they point out that the Asian the Asian ref is is bigger than James Ellsworth, and <laughs> and and uh, uh, Dean takes his time, undoes his belt so he can properly tuck in his referee's shirt. And then empties his pockets and makes AJ Styles hold the stuff in his pockets, which included um, like a, 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 a pocket watch and 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 a flask and some other stuff. It, it was it was pretty fantastic. And again, they went to commercial as and they're doing the split screen thing now. Really? Okay. So so I don't know if they're going to do that on Hulu cuts, yeah, right. but so I hope you DVR'd it. Um, right, no. <laughs> but like that bit. Like checking the guys and everything was still great sight gag material. Mm-hmm. So fantastic, so, Riz. You so have a point. I did, and then this was for your how did if James Ellsworth has an in. Uh, honestly, when he showed up on Raw the first time, he was the original Ken Bone. Yeah, he was the original. He like right. everybody 
fell in love with James Ellsworth. El- yeah. El- Ellsworth. And he didn't have a porn because... name. What? And he didn't have a porn name. Like Mr. Bone. Like Mr. Bone. Mr. Bone. Ken Bone in the Bone Zone. Uh, but honestly, like, I, it's just a phenomenon that people just grabbed on to a weird looking guy who you know doesn't have a shot just because he looks different and looks, looks weird and looks, looks funny. Everything opposite it, of WWE wrestlers in a world where yes. Kevin where Kevin Owens is the champ. And and now we live in that world where we just said he's getting a title shot next week, Sorg. Mm-hmm. A title shot against AJ Styles. This would be like Ken Bone entering the next debate. Yes. <laughs> is what it would be. And it's and when I watched that, when I saw that, I I actually had a conflict. I couldn't go to the actual show. But when I watched it on TV, I worked with Ellsworth before in Maryland uh, for, for actually when when they come up here for another promotion, and as when he was when his main character, uh, Pretty Jimmy Dream, which is what it was before he changed everything to James Ellsworth in the name of branding, and uh, entertaining guy. I didn't think I mean didn't think much of him beyond entertaining indie worker that you know does his shtick and moves on. But when I saw that, I had to do like a quadruple take when i saw that on on uh on the show and he did the, the promo with the man with two hands and and uh just you know it's it's right place right time right guy who happened yes. to blow up even beyond that just mm-hmm. based on the internet the interwebs and it's you know good for him i mean i i you know like the guy working with him but uh you know good for him and, and enjoy your 15 minutes and it seems like they're making <laughs> the most of it right anyway the big thing for him is what can he do but to make the most of it here and with his own promotion and everything, it's got to be hot for him in his area. Oh, of course. Of course. It's got to be like the hometown hero or something, right? So, awesome. Well, guys, uh, we'll be talking about some more wrestling, and uh, including a hot, hot Hell in a Cell match. So much Hells in the Cells, uh, including a really interesting first-time Hell in a Cell. But in the meantime, I want to give a shout-out to IndieWrestling.us. Uh, of course, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. You can see Burt Legrand in the ring this Saturday behind a microphone, sometimes on commentary. Yes, for wherever, RWA, they, wherever they put me, rwalive.com. And uh, you can check out everything at indiewrestling.us, uh, where the Renegade Wrestling Alliance lives online as far as uh, getting DVDs, digital downloads, great shows like RWA Aggression. Um, and hopefully, sometime this week, we'll be releasing RWA Fall Free for All. That was completely getting out there, I swear. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> editing time is hard these days, guys. Uh, but no, go check it out. Some great stuff. Great action by these guys. Uh, keep an eye. Here, here's a little uh, tip. Keep an eye on the RWA YouTube channel. Um, We're going to be working on something special for that coming up soon. Uh, more content, more uh, past matches going to be popping up there. Uh, so uh, if you want to get your wrestling fixes, it's, it's going to be a good place for you guys to go and check out a lot that's going on. Um, and and this is a this is a place where guys like Corey Graves came up yep. uh, as part of their career. Guy, you know, guys like Sanjay Dutt are, are a fixture in there right now. Matt Hardy was there. Uh, was it Pre, two years ago? Pre crisis, yeah. Pre crisis, Matt before Hardy he broke. Apparently, RWA is. <laughs> I'm go- I'm I'm going to refer to him as post crisis Matt Hardy now. That's amazing. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> right. much. Um, so go check it out. IndieWrestling.us. Sign up for the newsletter to get 
uh, updates on specials, new releases, and of course everything going on with the Wrestling Mayhem show. And get a free digital download of an IWC show featuring, above, uh, among all else, uh, Mr. AJ Styles. So over there, indywrestling.us. Okay, guys, let's. Um, we had a pretty good announcement. I know we've been talking, uh, you know, extensively over over the last <clears throat> who knows how long about women's the state of women's wrestling. And of course, you know, NXT. We had the the women's main event, uh, Iron Woman match. We had a main event on Raw the first time in like ten years that we've had that uh, with with Sasha and Charlotte. And now we're going to have the first women's Hell in a Cell. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. (laughs) Hell in a Cell with Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Like, and we always like, man, it'd be is great it, if we had a women's hell in a cell. And now we have it. What are we going wrong, to do with it? Is it wrong that I'm more excited about this than Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar? It's not uh, wrong. No, not at all. It's not wrong. But again, it's different audiences. It's more yeah. appreciative. Yeah. It's more, more of the ability to be appreciated, right? Yeah, it's also right? going to be I a good match. It, 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 mm-hmm. At this point, what does hell in the cell mean? It's it's like a regular match that we can't see as well, <laughs> because it's what it is. Because there's no every view is obstructed, right? Your live live crowd's view is obstructed with the cell, and that's I mean that's the real thing. Since they changed it, hard cam is right. right in the middle of that bar, right? Right. And, well, we and, got the float cam now, so maybe that's not a big deal. Exactly, exactly. But I mean, in terms of, I mean, you wouldn't you you don't watch a women's match for blood or anything like that. But I mean, there's no the the use of the actual cell is just. It's I don't it's, know. It's, it's mitigated so much in the past few years. That... Charlotte and Sasha has have become bloody affairs like by accident oh, just from well, them yeah, going right. at it. Right. What are they going to do by accident in a cage? Right, right. right. And it's, it... I'm so nervous for them. <laughs> I'm so nervous for Sasha. So yeah, right. I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like one of them's going off the cage. Yep. Or they... not, not off the top. Off no, the no. side. Like, like they are. Yeah. I feel yeah. like those two girls are at least climbing the cage. I can see that. I mean, oh, yeah. they put themselves through physical. I mean, I I appreciate the feud. I'm not big. I'm not as big on Sasha as pretty much everybody else, but I can appreciate Charlotte's athleticism, and I can appreciate the story that goes on between them. And I think they've definitely earned that place. If you're going to put two women in hell of a cell anytime soon, it would be them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just you know the expectations I have, and yeah, maybe they use the cell in that. In that regard, to be used as a, as a prop for them to do right. the athletic things that only those two can really do, and do believably. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there are other athletes, of course, in the female division, but those two probably do the best that the, the, of the two that they can. I think certainly, certainly. I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And yeah, and, and we talked about this a little bit on the wrap up of, as well. It, it's a little bit of. Any of these should be feud enders because it's in hell in a cell, right? But of course, because there's three of them. You know, at least one of them is not going to hold up as a even decent Hell in a Cell match. There'll be something fishy Roman in there. Rusev. Probably Roman Rusev, maybe. <laughs> uh, the one, the one I can, the one that from last night, and I and you know, not again, just just saying the wrap up. The one that I can't get over in terms of why did you take the more interesting option off the table is Rollins and and uh, and Owens. You had a triple threat right there that would have been so much more interesting. Right. With the Jericho aspect of it. Right. And they keep teasing that. They really keep teasing yeah. that. 
I'm curious to see where it would have gone, but to have the a, a, a triple threat match when when you are in the kayfabe uh, race against SmackDown, who just had their great triple threat match two nights right, ago, right? And it's this, it's this arm race between the McMahons, Has... and you have that on the table to have not only a great triple threat match, but a great triple threat match inside Hell in a Cell. Have we had a triple threat Hell in a Cell? We've had a yeah. six pack. Yeah. Who was, yeah, we have. Who who, who was it? Um, I want to say, oh, Rock, Triple H, and Angle, maybe. I, well, actually, I, no, it was probably um, no, it was probably it was. like Triple H, Cena, Orton, something like that. I'll, I know there's I'll been I'll a Triple Threat. I mean, they they had DX and the McMahon's in Hell in a Cell, right? With DX, DX McMahon's Big Show was Hell in a yeah, Cell. Yeah, it was a handicap. Yeah. Right, that was handicap that was match. A, but, that was a three on two handicap. But a Triple match. Threat, though, that's I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure we've had. It seems like they would have had one. We've had a five-man Hell in a Cell for the WWE Championship. Six-man, six of course, two-on-one oh, handicap. Uh, um, what? Oh, uh, Del Rio, Cena, oh, yeah. and CM Punk. Yeah, that's what I just... Oh, yeah. yep, just found Although it. Although that one, that one kind of was a triple threat, but then I believe Cena got locked out of the match. Mm-hmm. And that's how uh, CM Punk won. Or a Del Rio one, Del Rio one, yeah, Del Rio won that one. But it looks like that's the only triple threat we've had. So I could I easily mean, see, I remember I, that one. I could easily see two reasons for them to re to revisit history on that one. <laughs> for them to say, <laughs> "Oh, for the first time ever." <laughs> I do, I do appreciate on, on that level for in terms of revisiting history. The very first time the commercial with downtown for w, for two K seventeen aired, they had Del Rio. And then they wiped it ever since. He's he's no, still he's on still, the one. He's, he's still, still on the it. ones that the face don't air one, on Raw. The, the, because they don't the, air like as part of Raw's. Well, because when I saw when I saw it live last week was the first time they had it, and the very first time they showed a close up of his face. Mm-hmm. And, and every subsequent one, they just showed that he was at the bar. They didn't show the close up yeah. of his face because huh. they, they literally switched that in between in, during the commercial. The first time they aired it last week, you saw a close up of his face. The second time, you didn't. Well, I think I, I think also depending on how things are, sometimes it airs as like you know WB has kind of their own commercial time, right, right, and then there's like the bot time, right. I think you have THQ buying time on top of them running it in the show, but so I think there might be a distinction there I as well. That, I thought that very odd though, and I feel like I feel like, like that the, the one that THQ is sending out, they don't Doesn't give a have, crap. Oh no, they don't. They no. absolutely don't. They like this is our license. Right. And this is what we're doing over here. Right. That's why. Well, yeah. Company. That's also that's also the uh, the one that goes out to every channel. Right. So they're, right. They're not right. going to change it just because. Exactly. Right. It's in the can. You know what you can? What what I did? I I imagined that the person that Dean Ambrose is throwing into the dumpster <laughs> is Del Rio. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I always thought it was Seth Rollins. Whoever it was was dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious Cody. he's throwing a dead body away. <laughs> could be Ryback. Ooh, could yeah, be right. Cody. Right. Could right. be Cody, Cody. Did you Rose. See his periscope today. Ryback. That was creepy. What would he do? Yeah, he was. He. There was no background. It looks like he was in a car. And the only light was his phone, and he was just there, <laughs> talking. Like, was he doing anything? Uh, he was reciting the secret. I don't know. 
<laughs> I really don't. I'm trying to find because I was watching it while we were getting, oh. while we were setting up, and oh, I uh, retweeted it from the Mayhem Show account, so okay. it should be on there. Hold on, I'm pulling up his thing. I don't know. I'm, I just see a bunch of stuff about the Big Guy podcast. Riveting stuff here. Oh no! Oh, he's teaming up with the. Oh, he's at a show with the Boogie Man. That's good to see. Wow! At Autumn Ride Armageddon. Boogie. There you go. More people should book the Boogie Man. Boogie <laughs> back. Oh, uh, just so you know, of course. Oh no. Well, all right. I, I have a question about um, back bringing it back to women's wrestling. Yep. They're they're very clearly like pushing. They're they're in a they're in a spot where they're actually making women's wrestling more important. I don't think it's at this point. And if when do you guys think a women's match is going to main event pay per view? I depend depending on how it configures, it could be Hell in a Cell. Mm. I think I think I think this interesting. Normally, I would say no. Normally I would say no, but this thing where we put the main event and reconfigured well, this, No Mercy make well, like, I, think I don't th- I think it, I don't think anything's off the table. That's the only time I could possibly see that happening. And, and they don't, I mean, of course, the only reason they did it for No Mercy is because of the debate. But that's the only possible circumstance I could see that happening, where you had such a weird uh, configuration of events and inside forces and outside forces that you have to put the main event, or they're doing weird stopgappy like you know shenanigan things with the yeah. other two matches therefore this is going to be the pure wrestling match that's going to steal a show let's put it on main event like right. i loved i loved speaking of no mercy they had talking smack after it mm-hmm. and and the best part of that was when dolph ziggler called them out for him his match not being the main event and i fully agree because i think it would have been a better one. Oh, absolutely yep, he's definitely right mm-hmm. i mean they they definitely for sure and the the triple threat main, main event yeah quote quote it was a very good match. Right. Very good match. But that Dolphin Miz one, wow. But you also want to get the most eyeballs on it. And, and WWE is not, they're not stupid in that regard. I mean, they knew, right. they knew, I mean, that people like me, you know, real talk, that's what I did. I switched right to the debate after the, I kept maybe, <laughs> I kept maybe half an eye on it because, you know, the debate does have a WWE Hall of Famer in it. So, you know, I'm trying to keep loyal. That's true. But, you know, the, um, but uh, yeah, I was just I, I I kept half an eye on it on my laptop on the stream. But for the most part, I focused on the debate because it's also I was also at work too. My work involved making sure the debate was running okay on our radio station. But um, so that you know, I, I try to keep an eyeball on, on No Mercy, and I still need to watch most of it. You know, the, especially the uh, Dolph Miz match, but because I I like I generally like the story they were telling. And I think sometimes that matters. You know, Ms. Dolph for the fiftieth time that I've seen it is nice, but if you put a good story behind it, then you know it matters. And I think I really did with this with this. Go and and I, I liked there was one part where I think it was the triple threat match, the one that started started night. Uh, it ended on Sunday Night Football. Oh, it did. It ended at the exact time Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football started. Wow. I didn't even know that. Uh, wow. That was a little weird aspect. That's a, spe- that's a specific time frame. Yeah. Like, it, like once I heard, like, I looked on Twitter and they just said, it's 836 <laughs> or 835. Right. And the main event's over. And now Sunday Night Football starting. It's funny how, t- it's funny how hyper-attuned they are to that sort of thing. Remember that, was it the... Uh, 
NBA Finals or with the halftime of the NBA Finals mm-hmm. on a Monday, like during halftime is when they did the AJ turn on Cena. Yep, like that yep. exact moment. Like, yeah, they just, they do plan for stuff like that. It, like, like, like to the minute where there was like an incredible exercise in water treading from like eight eight o'clock to eight forty five, and then for like five minutes they have your attention where they do something amazing, like have Cena turn or have AJ turn on Cena, and they go back to more water treading. It's like a little bit of the timing for when they did the uh, halftime heat for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of well, their early practice was competing with WCW. Right. Right. Exactly. Right? Like where they were, they were like from minute to minute, practically trying to one up each other. I mean, that I really wish we could bring back halftime heat. Yeah, seriously, seriously, put it somewhere. I would love that. Could we I just do it on WWE Network? So like in the long run, I mean, yeah, I, I, I know it doesn't serve the purpose as you're flipping through the channels on the halftime and therefore you find this. Right. But still, they can do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and and the match was pre-recorded. It's not oh, like absolutely. it was live. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I, and it's back when that was okay, right? So, it, I don't know. It's some interesting thoughts there. Do, people, do other stations even run counter to the halftime show anymore? Like, oh, I know this yeah, Puppy Bowl. Uh, the Puppy Bowl. I was going to say, I about to say the Puppy Bowl. I knew that. But I, I can't think of any others. That's, that's about it. Yeah, right. It's, about, it's the Puppy Bowl. Because everybody with, used to do that. With, like, the, with the kitty halftime show. Right. Everybody used to do the, the, the halftime <laughs> show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, didn't Fox? I mean, Celebrity Deathmatch did one year. Oh, Fox, Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch did a couple of years. Beavis and yeah. Butt did for, for a couple of years. Yeah, and, uh, like In Living Color way back in the day did like halftime stuff live. Mm-hmm. Really, I, yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, they did a couple like specific ones. Nice. Well, we'll get back but into. I, this. I think no, go we're going to get women may eventing the pay per view before WrestleMania. I mean, with Mick Foley running the show and his love of the divas that he bought that he has now at his disposable disposal i see it happening i don't want to say it's at hell in a cell but i see it happening at hell in a cell it's, it's i sorry I, I think if it was going to be a hell in a the cell they'd announce it and make a big deal of it like they did yeah. for uh the but takeover. we have but get ready for this we actually have three <laughs> weeks until hell in a cell what well, it's it's cheating but I could see an angle maybe sometime next year with the proliferation of pay per views where they do an all woman one with both brands. Maybe. Uh, I mean, maybe. Like There's I said, already it's, a tournament it, in place. It's cheating. The, it's oh, that's cheating right. They're supposed to be doing a tournament, like a CWC yeah, right, style right, one. For women, right. Yeah. So I think that's where that happens. Yeah. Not, not a pay per view, but like they're going to have a live special. Oh, or a special event or something. No, like they'll maybe. have a live special at the end of that, like they did for right. CWC. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, but I, I mean that. I mean that's great. I think we need them to be a main event on pay per view, though. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, uh, we'll get back with the big question. I want to talk to Mad Mike. Uh, he had uh, experience <clears throat> with our Lucha Underground friends at the New York, New York Comic Con, so I want to touch base on that. In the meantime, I want to give a shout out to our good friends, Slice on Broadway. Bird had a little bit here. Amen, Mr. Berlegrand. And, of course, uh, uh, check them out if you're in the Pittsburgh area. I know not everybody's in here, but if you have to be stopped through town, uh, right here in Beachview on Broadway Avenue, Carnegie, PA, or at PNC Park, the home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. A lot of people come in, check out the Pirates game. It's a great stadium, no matter how we're playing. Uh, so it's always a good time there. Check them out. They've been supporting the show. Perfect podcast. Perfect. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza for a good while now. PJ's underscore slice on the Twitter and slice on Broadway on the Facebook and the Instagram if you happen to go down there, make sure to give him a high five and say it's from the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We'll be right back with the big question. Let's talk tech. 
tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. Wrestling Mayhem Show, rocking it here. Of course, uh, lining up for the big question here with The Riz, Mad Mike up in Poughkeepsie, New York, and Bert Legrand, announcer extraordinaire for the Renegade Wrestling Alliance 15-year a uh, uh, veteran, veteran of we'll veteran. We'll I don't know. I, I, I didn't know if we we're, we're growing at that. I sprained a foot once. I'm sprained good. a foot once. That's I, right. I You've had some interactions yeah. over the years. I scar, scar you know, spirit. you know which drugs are the right currency from certain and to buy from who guys that you can learn about on the uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold, of course. Uh, but it is now for time for the big question, and Riz has one for yes. us this week because. Actually, this has been on my mind for a week or so. I don't know why, but it, it just popped into my head that uh, Sorg and I, we both went to Shikara this year. Sorg, this, that, was, that wasn't your first time going to uh, King of Trios. You nope. were obviously with somebody else and didn't take me the first time. Uh, but this was the first time I did, and I, and I crossed it off my bucket list. Uh, both... I believe both Sorg and Mad Mike have both uh, went, to, went gone to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bert, I'm not sure. What, I went to 23 what, in Detroit. Yes. So I'm the only one here who hasn't been to WrestleMania. Mm. So that's still on mine. But I want to know your guys's what is still on your wrestling bucket list? Holy crap. Mm. Holy crap. What is That's, left? Ooh. What is left? Wow. Does, hmm. who, does anybody have one? Well, um, I've t- had Vampiro tell me eat a bag of dicks. Didn't even <laughs> know that was on your bucket list. <laughs> a whole bag? Didn't even know yes, a whole did. bag. Yes, I did. mean, we can we can ship some to you. That's what happens <laughs> when you try to close the interview. I mean, I can, I can find my When Vampiro's not ready for you to <laughs> stop asking him questions. <laughs> I really wish I was online for that one. Wow. Like, I didn't even know that was going down. It was it was tremendous. Um, let's see. I I have a future endeavor letter. That's you do. true. You do. Uh, <laughs> oh, for- um, actually, um, I think the the thing that comes prevalent to my mind is to attend a Lucha Underground taping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's big mm-hmm. on my list. Like that. I, I'm going to try to make that happen. That's that's next on my list. Because um, I've actually gotten a lot, of, a lot of stuff crossed off my list. Like I've been to an ECW pay-per-view, a TNA pay-per-view, and a WWE pay-per-view. Nice. That was up there. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see a New Japan show, too. Mm-hmm. That is less <laughs> likely. Damn but... it. You took mine that I just created. A <laughs> 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 whole cloth. It uh, wouldn't be the big question if someone didn't steal someone else's answer. This is true. And that's what I was trying to uh, take away, like get, get yeah. away from that area. But, uh, but, but yeah, Lucha and New Japan. Those, those are my uh, my biggies, I think. Yeah, it would say New Japan just kind of got tacked on for me. Um, again, done WrestleMania, seen shows at ECW Arena, held been backstage at ECW Arena for shows. Uh, so that was good. Um, uh, Royal Rumble, of course, here in mm-hmm. town. Uh, uh, I want to see a SummerSlam. The SummerSlam has to be on the list. Yeah. And I want to do, because this is going to be a quasi-bucket list part, because I've been to a WrestleMania, but I wasn't able to do 
the WrestleMania the, experience. Because right. we were at WrestleCon, and and so we had to do that. So we really couldn't do, and we just barely even got a ticket for WrestleMania to go. Sure. And I'm like, dude, we're here. We came out here. I'm freaking going to WrestleMania, and you're coming with me. Uh, so <laughs> to the guy that was with me. And, uh, you know, for what it was. But, uh, no, like, yeah. Go do so like the Hall of Fame. Do a summer sl- do like a that. Summer Slam where you do the NXT and the Summer Slam. Do a WrestleMania where you do the now NXT maybe <laughs> Fan Fame. Fest or other indies in the Hall of Fame and WrestleMania in the Raw afterwards perhaps. Uh, like I want to do the full package. Uh, the 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 New Japan thing. Um, considering that travel wise now uh, after after in a couple months. Um, that side of the world is not going to be a stranger to me. I'd love to go to Japan in general. I, I just kind of always wanted to. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I, a, a, a kind of more um, not as grand. I'd like to go to Bola. I'd like to go to a PWG show and, and see what that sure. is. Yeah, I, uh, I know I, how impossible sure, that is. Well, which, so which is pretty much all of us, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah. But, you know, other than that, you know, that's uh, um, um, I have a small goal. With all these trips coming up next year, these these five in a row trips going coming on, uh, probably the second quarter of next year, um, I want to try to find an indie show on every trip I go on. I have nice. no idea if it's possible. Is there indie wrestling in Nebraska? We'll find out. Um, but it's uh, not even internet in Nebraska. So I know, right? <laughs> and it's the reason yeah. I'm not. And it's the reason I'm not making Kaiju Big Battle. And then uh, PR is the reason I'm not making super indie. I mean, geez. Um, but uh, anyways, no, no, no. But yeah, seriously, like, like, like stuff around that. Um, I got one out of three last year. So I'm not doing good with it so far. Uh, but yeah, no, that's my general stuff. So, what are you, Bert? Um, let's see. As a fan, I did the Mania thing, of course. And I actually missed out on the Hall of Fame that year, even though I wanted to go. But I didn't get the two. Uh, didn't drive up to Detroit until just beforehand and the person i actually met up there didn't want to go uh, he, he went uh, to, he went to watch the final four so we did that at a hooters what real sports we did that at a hooters 10 miles away from detroit uh, with a uh noted wwe hall of famer who was passed out at the bar <laughs> who i mentioned who i mentioned earlier tonight in the uh patrol <laughs> section of it so i'll let, I'll let the patrol members figure that out but um that person was passed out the bar, and they had to kick him out. But um, so, as a, as a as a fan, I still want to go see the Hall of Fame uh, somewhere, which would be part and parcel of the whole WrestleMania experience. SummerSlam is not really as high on my list because I I've never been as fa- a big a fan of SummerSlam as I have WrestleMania, just because to me aesthetically, it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, SummerSlam has been here. WrestleMania hasn't, but some right. has been here. Right, 1995. 1995. Finn Balor right. makes his Legos to it. What's that? Finn Balor. Finn, oh, right, right. Finn yeah. Balor like 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 does his Legoing and with to the VHS copy of SummerSlam That's 1995. Right. That's right. That's right. So um, you know, but uh, that and um, I mean, I'll you know, I'll see I'll watch wrestling anytime anywhere. I kind of want to go see the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, uh, I think that would be just a neat thing as a fan yeah, to yeah. go see, just where the sausage is made, and and, and, <laughs> and as as the and, and, and as where where where, the, where everything develops and how how people learn the craft, and also as a performer in, in the business as well as a veteran, uh, just to just to see how that develops and how that 
happens and, and you know in, in terms of performing you know just ring announcing and, and commentary whatever just get out there and do more and you know push myself beyond my limits what i've done so far because i do rwa stuff i do vaw stuff and mm-hmm. i'll do other stuff as it comes along but and it's it it that's a good compliment to my real life schedule and my schedule as a real person but i think um uh, you know, doing doing more of that going forward, just sort of pushing myself. Maybe you know, work a new, you know, find a new fed, work a new state somewhere that I haven't worked before, just you know, once or twice. And I never really pushed myself to do that in the fifteen mm-hmm. years, just because of my circumstances, what I've done. But you know, maybe mm-hmm. try it. Maybe work in a, a show in Tennessee or something mm-hmm. like that. Just just something out of the comfort zone, you know. Just because the echoes, I want to get in here. Bobby F J Towns on the uh, Facebook chats, and he says he's done mine with Rumble. Uh, but he says he'd also say uh, PWG at, le- at least once, and also uh, doing the tour of the performance share as we were talking talking about as well. And, and Sorg, mm. Magnum Pro Wrestling in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, oh my! Where am I going to be? I think I'm going to be in Lincoln. What? So what promotion of the whole yeah. state? Yeah. <laughs> Magnum Pro Wrestling. Amazing. <laughs> so if anybody knows any indie wrestling in, around <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska. Peoria, Peoria, Illinois, Pittsburgh without the H, Kansas. Peoria. I think that's uh, if Magnum's in Omaha. I think Trojan is in Peoria. There you go. There you go. I'll be in <laughs> LA. I'll be around in the greater LA area again. And uh, what's it what? Brooklyn, Michigan. I think oh, Peoria Jesus. is actually the ones I one of the ones I mentioned last week. And in, in the around the Indies. Indies. Well, there you go. We'll see if they have a show that weekend. See if I can work out. So it might have been the show that. Uh, uh, Dijak might have destroyed. <laughs> By the way, props, props to Riz for for making Dijak lol on Twitter. Lolled. They're just he lolled. We tagged him because he get to, he, he okay. talked about him and him sure. destroying this promotion on the around the Indies on IndieWrestling.us, sure. and we get a reply from Dijak. I lolled. I'm, now I'm scared to go outside my house. Is it lolled or lolled? That man is a giant man. And yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if everybody out there shovel fists. is aware of Die Die Jack, but he's the guy that I saw first time. I saw him was the <laughs> NEW show up in Niles, Ohio. I'm filming ringside. He comes out and just utterly destroys this guy, complete healing it up. Right, he gets on the rope, and some guy in the front row goes, "You're awesome, man! You kick ass!" And he just looks down and says. I know. And watch the way. I'm like, holy shit. This guy is amazing. He's the guy Dalton Castle called Banana Hands. Banana Hands. And if Dalton Castle calls you Banana Hands. You made it. You know exactly where you stand in life. New new, uh, bucket list item. High five Dijak and his banana hands. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you he heed. <laughs> yeah, I, I lulled, sorry. I lulled. Um, I think that was more of a giggle. Yeah, that was more of a giggle. It popped. Is somebody, is, it popped is somebody tickling you over there? <laughs> I can't see a thing. Everybody's all very, very well No, not you. I'm talking no, about Riz. Yeah, right, but I can't in, see him, yeah. Is somebody in Riz's house tickling him off camera? <laughs> a bad tickler. <laughs> Nobody needs to know. So what happens in when, when I first started this, uh, you guys mostly took all of mine. Yay, uh, us, us, I wanted us. to do most like mostly like a road trip. Yeah, because I wanted to do, do Bola or or some PWG show. Uh, 
some of the indies that I've watched on YouTube look like amazing. Uh, I forget where that one is. You want to go on an indie road trip? Yes. Oh, I want to go. Amazing. I want to go see Progress. I want to go see. Uh, we gotta get some AAA, sponsors for this. Triple A Mania. Triple uh, A. Mm, right. I want to see. I want to see New Japan. I want to go go down uh, for ICW in England or Scott. I want down that way. I want to go see all these places that have amazing talent, like where Noam Dar was mm. and where where Dylan Dijak once blew up their sound system <laughs> or Donovan Dijak almost blew up his sound system, by the way. Um, sorry, I messed up your name, sir. Please don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> and you. go to uh, PWG where I've, where that was when I first started watching indie promotions was going on uh, a server, a, a server that no longer exists because of uh, the, the man took it down, uh, but it was you the first time I saw indie professional wrestling <laughs> man, was right. watching PWG stuff on there that somebody downloaded that I don't want to mention. Um, but it was it, it was my first experience into the world of wrestling outside of what we see on television, and I just wanted to see that in person. I wanted to go down see those guys in person. And like, and take it all in, like I did for Shikara, like this past year, like this, this and, and and of course I want to go down to Florida and watch uh, a full sale. I go down to NXT and watch yep. something at full sale. Uh, see how how that feels, how that feeling is. Uh, it's probably going to be the same as it's probably going to be annoying hearing the fans not watch the match but it'll be interesting to see the matches that are taking place and and like you guys said the the performance center is also a good tour probably i i'm, I'm also gonna add one more final one as a joke mm-hmm. but kind of serious i want to go to cameron north carolina <laughs> to find oh. gimmick lake yes yeah <laughs> I want I good. want to find gimmick Lake Sorg. That is going to be our uh, fountain of youth. Yes, literally. We will come back. <laughs> we we will we will all plunge into gimmick Lake. We will all emerge exactly how we were on our show on the show on our first appearance. Oh God, so, no, Amon, no, no, Amon will be a fetus. <laughs> I will be from a, Canada. Yes, from Canada. I will be a Canadian woman. Uh, <laughs> I think I was once referred to as a black guy. Yes. Um, I'm the worst yes. host ever. <laughs> and, and Sorg, I, why do we Sorg have a community? immediately just what? talk about Lita's boobies. Oh, jeez. I got to meet her. Sorg I got to meet her when she's in Sorg. town. We... <laughs> Sorg will be D batteries. Sorg. Oh, by the way, I was talking with uh, one of the sexy, talented dudes. And it's more or less confirmed there will be a sexy, talented dude's return to Indie Mayhem show for this uh, Christmas. <laughs> nice. So have them on for both shows. I, 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 I don't think I don't think we can handle that. <laughs> I, I know we can. Oh no, no, no! You're not here. So I know that's why I'm saying I know we Riz, can. Riz, Riz, hey, I want to. We know. cannot because so, I'm probably the most sober guy there. 
Other bucket list item. I'd love to go see Inspire Pro and hang mm. in. Well, just in general, hang in Austin, Texas. Um, yes. And my yep. short term, man, I hope, I wish I could pull this off. I want to go watch the Royal Rumble in the Alamo Dome with Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, uh, somebody did a lucha thing. I did a good lucha thing. So he did a lucha <laughs> thing. Mad Mike with the New York Comic Con and our good friends yes. from Lucha Underground were there. Yeah, Sorg. Uh, I I did a lot of good lucha things. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about your lucha thing. So, Mike. so Lucha Underground had a panel. They had a panel at New York Comic Con. Um, now I want to point out this panel was at four o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, for those of you who have never attended a Comic Con, um, panels fill up because they don't empty the rooms. So I got online for Lucha Underground at around one forty-five in the afternoon. Um, I had to sit through a, a Sailor Moon panel. <laughs> Mike, have you ever watched Sailor Moon? A sword I have not. Mike, how much more do you know about Sailor Moon now than you did before this excursion? <laughs> I know way too much about Sailor Moon. Mike, what did you learn this week in Sailor Moon? Um, I learned that Sailor Moon loves two things. Two things, Sorg. Glitter and bad voice acting. That's what I've learned in Sailor Moon. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Tell us about Lucha. So, things. so, so after Sailor Moon, uh, ninety percent of the wait, panel side cleared note, out. Side note: Why, why, Mike? Are there no pictures of the Sailor Moon panel? <laughs> Sorg, that's because I was on my iPad. I was uh, watching my fantasy football teams. How'd you do? I I did quite well, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Serious now, serious now. Uh, yes. Um, Till I'm not again. So, so the people that are at the panel. Um, where um, the, the talent I I'm blanking on. I got him right here. I got Ray Mysterio Jr. I got uh, Taya, Taya. Uh, Eva Katrina, and um, our our new friend of the show, co-executive producer Eric Van Wagner, who I believe mm-hmm. is the one that I was introduced to at the uh, at the taping that I can't talk about. I I believe so. Yes. Um. Uh, also, uh, Dorian from AAA was there, and Marty Elias, and um, Skip, I'm blanking on his last name, but he is uh, also a producer Sheffield? of Lucha Underground. What was that? Sheffield? Yeah, no. I was, about, I was about to say that. You beat me to it. God damn it, Riz. <laughs> and you say, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I, no it. because it, it does sound similar. I forget his last name. Did not get um, a close-up. I want to know the note. Did not get a close-up of him to get his t- title card so I could read it. I didn't. I was in the second <laughs> row. Of, I didn't want lots to of pictures of the name. ladies, though. Just saying. Um, I'm. Uh, Ty, right. I want Taya to be my friend. Um, she's great. I, I didn't get a chance. The problem was I didn't get a chance to talk to any of the wrestlers. Because as soon as the panel ended, everyone and their mother swarmed mm. all of the wrestlers. I, I guess they probably probably like Ray Mysterio was like the worst one, right? Like everybody, probably... uh, they're all actually pretty heavily swarmed. Wow. Hmm. Well, because they're like that. Like I told you that I got online at like around one thirty. It's a damn good thing I did because that panel filled the fuck up. So it was, and and, and it was like big lucha underground fans did you feel yes yes absolutely i mean 
I'd say maybe 15% were there just because it was Rey Mysterio. Mm -hmm. But the rest, it was Lucha fans. Hardcore Lucha fans. Like, I saw uh, Pentagon Jr. shirts. I saw a bunch of different merch and stuff like that. Um, but uh, several things to note from the panel. Uh, they were talking a lot about, um, like, you know, how the idea came about and all that stuff. And uh, I got to see a little bit of footage. Mm-hmm. A little bit of footage. So I'm kind of ahead a little bit. They didn't show the full episode, which would have been amazing. But uh, they showed us a clip. Um, I posted a very, 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 very vague picture on wrestling mayhem show on 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 our uh, twitter feed with a lucha underground spoiler that you will only understand after you see the episode don't worry trust me i'm not trying to spoil lucha especially this segment which was amazing um i got to see a little bit of in-ring action i know what the matches are for this week and holy shit they're gonna be fun um but also they announced that uh they are planning to do a very small tour. Really? Wow. Yes. Um, they don't know when it's going to start yet. Uh, they don't know how many dates. It's going to be very limited dates uh, just because it's not going to be like a huge touring schedule like a TNA or even an NXT, I think. Uh, it's going to be some very limited dates. But um, they were saying maybe late 2016 but most likely early 2017 yeah Uh, they they said not only like with scheduling but they said the logistics of it are a little bit difficult because they want to make sure that the touring they want to make sure that it has the feel of the temple Mm -hmm. because that's a lot of the atmosphere that has to do with Lucha Underground so They want to find a way to be able to replicate that for the touring shows. So Dario Cueto's office on wheels? <laughs> I was wondering about, like, I, I hope it's like a portable office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, or there's a Dario Vanguard one or something. I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not, I'm not sure how they're going to nice. do it, but I, it's something to get excited about because they say it is going to happen. They're just not sure of when yet. It's interesting because it, it, it seems to make sense. And then, and then you, you're entering in this kind of traditional thing, but it, it would probably be like kind of more of a house show sort of concept, right? I, is that your feeling? That's kind of the way they were talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like more to get the word out than anything else. Um, but they said they are also planning on doing more tapings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there's nothing been confirmed of a season four yet, but they're going to do tapings. And they've done, from my understanding, they've done an Ultima Lucha three. Oh yeah, well season three is in the camp. Yeah, season three is completely in the camp. They just say, like, hey, there's, there's probably tapings. post production work and stuff. You, like you're that, just so saying there, there, there's tapings. They just haven't confirmed it as officially being episode four or a series of four. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I hope to get out to California. And of course, now, now, did you press so your new co-executive producer friend, um, who who loves the show? By the way, I'm sure he told um, you that as, as well. As soon as he saw me, he did exactly what Krista Joseph did. He 
did my bad impression of Vince and screamed them into week four. <laughs> and <laughs> I teared up a little bit. Is it, is it, like, a- I didn't even have to say hi. He just saw me and screamed midweek. That is, that is, that's one of the things that that's really like not unsettling, but like, like kind of, I was taken aback when I went to visit was him and to Joseph, like seeing me and saying like, like being excited to see me was just like, Oh yeah. Hey, what's up? You know, I'm excited to see you guys too. I've never been the person that someone marks out for. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been that guy. Right, 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 right. It's weird, but it um, was awesome. It was really similar really situation. Good. This is completely unrelated to this, but uh, you know, we do the awesome cast, right? <clears throat> and Chilla on there, he works for a certain large bank here. Oh, okay. And they have kind of a genius bar, like an Apple genius bar thing for the tech that they they have there. Sure. And he went down to get like a cord or something, and a guy behind the bar recognized him from the awesome cast. Really? Yeah. Nice. Like, <laughs> like we are like local famous, and apparently also in Hollywood. Wow. I, so that's where we're at with the sh- nice. these shows so far. So. Actually, it's kind of funny. One time I was on um, um, one of the previous shows here and um a guy who when i worked radio talk shows back in the day i knew him when he was just a kid and a teenager like recognized me from one of these shows really i think, I think it was the last time here and he calls and he called me out of the blue or th- your facebook me or something and called me and we reconnected we had a good conversation like 30 minute conversation That's amazing never would have happened had it not been for my appearance on the show it's so weird because i've like, talked to him like 10 years it, it, it's so At weird because we only have i know we're getting so inside baseball on the show right. but it's late yeah. show it doesn't matter um i you know it's so weird because like we only get like x amount of people that do respond to us mm-hmm. and then stuff like that happens we're like holy right. crap who's actually listening to this like anytime somebody is like oh i heard your show last like even like i know chris larusso like listens like every show sure. hi chris um uh, like I know because of the conversations I'd be like he'll, he'll like message me on Facebook and stuff right and and in, like every time something like that happens or when I'm just like oh I heard the show this week or oh yeah I listened to your show I'm just like like I'm always like shocked sure right it's oh, just absolutely. like I've been doing this for 10 years and I'm still surprised when people actually absolutely. listen to the stuff that we put out I mean I I did an interview with a wrestler <laughs> and that wrestler now is friends with me on Facebook and you share a birthday, and, friends, and, and we and we share uh, Golden Girls uh, pictures, and exactly. yes, I, I did with him today. Because... I named I named his finisher. <laughs> Literally named. What's up, RJ City? Finisher. So hi, RJ City. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just put the point where I, I just got lulled by Donovan Dijak. The internet's amazing, isn't it? All right, that's I mean, enough self-referential. Right. <laughs> Yay us! Yay us! Whoa! Yay us! us. Uh, Mike, anything else? Anything else of note from the uh, Lucha Underground uh, experience that you experienced? Um. Well, <laughs> it's light show. It's light show. It's like Trump. That They're works. Just words. They're just words. They're just words. The question was asked of Katrina. Um. Because apparently Katrina was the one that came up with the look of death. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because she would talk about it. She's like, why did I ever invent this? Because <laughs> if you watch Lucha Underground, like there are times where she's licking sweat, blood, yeah. tears. Right. Like, right. like, yeah. yeah. Like she said, she said Shoot there are a number too. of times. Where she's just like trying to look for the cleanest spot ever. <laughs> yeah. 
So that but, little, uh, so that little like pause and and pondering and moving her head before she yeah. actually strikes is actually uh-huh. like that's exactly what's what the it least is. disgusting way to do this. Spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks seductive, but actually, it's tactical. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And um, someone asked her who the uh who has the tastiest face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like the what does Stephanie McMahon smell like? Uh huh. Oh, yeah. God. It was an amazing question. Um. And it was it was funny. Like she was thinking about it, and as she was thinking about, Eva Lee was just like gazing over her, like coughing, like. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's right. Kitcher was like, "Oh yeah, of course, Evie." <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really interesting. Like, because uh, apparently, like when they cast people, they wrote the stories first. And then they found the wrestlers to fit the characters. Sure. Right. So like like when they were writing Prince Puma, like they apparently went to a PhD, a guy who has a PhD in Aztec mythology, to learn about the ancient Aztecs, to write like the uh to get everything about the Prince Puma storyline, the ancient tribes and all that stuff. And I just found that really interesting. But uh then you know, there are some cases where people become available and they just have to jump on it like Sammy Callahan. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cause they basically said like, Oh, Sammy's available. Yeah. Let's just find a spot for him somewhere. And we saw him last week on Lucha Underground being Ivelisse's boyfriend. Sure. So yeah, I mean, it was just really, really interesting. Like just getting like, like we said before, getting to see how they make the sausage a little bit. But, um, uh, yeah. Uh, Trust me, Lucha, there's going to be a segment this week. I can't wait to talk about it on, <laughs> on Wednesday or Thursday. That's awesome. It's freaking so, awesome. So check out Midweek War, uh, Lucha Underground, because yes. Mike's going to have some inside knowledge on that. Um, and I, uh, we, I, will, we will eventually have Eric on the show. I'm not sure right. when. I'm going to DM him to see when will be best for him, but mm-hmm. we will definitely have him on because he was, he and I talked for like 20 minutes after the panel. Did good. you guys, Hey, did you guys do a, a, a midweek war for last week? No, we did not. Okay. Um, I was at comic. All right. We're going to have to touch base on some, some stuff. Uh, and I want to have to do some fancy footwork here as well, because uh, it turns out the matches that I observed, so I can talk to you guys about them now, are now airing, according to Alex Cars. Uh, we are out there in this fuzzy kind of picture uh, in the crowd. If if you see over there, uh, kind of behind, if you're seeing the picture, uh, Occupy Pro Wrestling, power to the Smarks on Twitter. Uh, there's this picture, and we retweeted on our, our account as well. I think on our Facebook group. Uh, if you see the green shirt over on the left there behind uh, um, uh, all those people, uh, PJ Black and all of them over there. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on names here. Uh, that, that green shirt is our good friend Alex Cars out there in California <clears throat> uh, in his uh, Lucha Temple shirt they let him wear. Got the approval from your new buddy uh, there, there, Mike. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm hanging out right beside him. So, uh, so, so just look for Melissa Santos. Green shirt, me. Yep. Uh, so it'll I, be really hard to take your eyes off Melissa Santos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's that too, um, or as my wife likes to call her, Melissa Mentos. Um, <laughs> so keep an eye on. And I guess from the way I understand, it's just sporadically through some episodes will be around. I guess. Uh, so look out for that. Um, I know there's one specific uh, kind of all over the arena match that got very close in front of us as well. 
So I made sure to really get into it. Um, but anyways, uh, no, yeah. So play Spot the Mayhemer currently <laughs> on Lucha Underground Season 3. I want to watch this episode, Mike. I mean, I've and, spotted Sorg so many places already from Shakara. Oh, that's right. Shakara. Well, yeah, which is like my head looking over the guy in front of me in the back row <laughs> by the yeah. entrance. Um, I love that you pointed out the one where um, the former Mr. Touchdown called me a nerd. Yeah. Uh, which did not make the video, by the way. It did not make the video. I was <laughs> but sad. I had a flashback because I, I forgot about that moment. Until you brought it up, Riz. Thanks a lot. You're going to have those nightmares again. Because he's going back. He's Sorry. creeping back like to back to the entrance. Sure. sure. And he goes, and he just gets, because I'm on the end of the row, in the back row, because I'm like, this is right by the entrance. This is great. Everybody comes out. You know, cool. I'm going to be real close to Mickey James. Not creepy. Um, Not at all. No, that was creepy, sort of. Okay. Uh, but, but, and uh, he just like, he's going, and he's like mean mugging everybody, because he's like the evil version character or whatever. And he just gets right into my face. He goes, <laughs> so he was over uh, from Revenge of the Nerds. One. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, his, his, I don't want to get into all like a Shikara talk, but his original character was a football player. Right. Okay. And, and, Pads and everything. Right. And he got evilized then, by the, by the bad guys. And, nice. and he reason. just comes out under, know. he comes out to his, like his real name and he looks like, like, like he looks like somebody dumped baby oil on him. He looks <laughs> like he looks like the bad guy from some like seventies like show. Sure, because he's like super blonde, fit and oiled, and wearing like not enough in the tights area. You know what I mean? <laughs> and but looks like 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 a bad guy from a Star Trek you know episode. You know, from a Star Wars. From a, not 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 a Star War, no, like Flash Gordon or something, you know. So, so I remember when I, when I ring announced for Chikara on their like eighth show ever from Wall PA. Wow! And Bryce Remsburg hooked me up with he was like my eyes and ears because he was he was the ref, and I, having done normal shows for CWF and and FNW, I didn't know anything from Chikara. I just got a call from a guy who said, "Hey." This group's coming in town. You know Quack a little bit. Can you ring announce the show? And I ring announce, and I said, sure, no problem. You know, here I am able to do anything. And I do the usual ring announcing bit after the show. And this is at Wall PA, and I think the VFW in Wall, over by uh, out east by Monroeville and, and Forest Hills. Okay. And uh, Wilmerding. And um, so, you know, I, I do the usual thing. Hey, I introduce myself to everybody, shake and all that. And, uh, and, you're looking to get weights in hometowns like I usually do when I'm rig announcing. And Bryce gets me, pulls me aside, gets my ear and says, okay, that's great, but you also have to introduce this. And so they have to have me introduce each wrestler's backstory, just like you said with the football player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like each of them, like like probably 20 of them, <laughs> not just weights in hometowns, but I have to get it. Yeah. And it's, it, for the presentation, it helps, of course, absolutely, yeah. especially for – a relatively burgeoning new promotion because mm-hmm. it was only like the eighth or ninth show. And, and, and you also have to make a, a an awesome uh, main event speech. Oh yeah. That's right. new. That's yeah. new. They don't think they that's did right. that. No, not, when, back, not, when, for uh, me. not for me. Well, they didn't do that when I was there last and loud and obnoxious was the uh, announcer. Okay. Um, but no, they do 
if you get a chance, because I think has one of them the, the speech from one of the nights was posted on night Facebook or night, from night, night one. Two. Because it's this guy, uh, what was, uh, he was the party czar, because he knows where the parties parties are. Vlad Romanov, he's doing a Russian thing, (laughs) and it's tremendous. And he gets it, remember how RWA, everybody comes up and does the ring? Oh, sure, He used to do the ring ring thing. Um, So he'll invite everybody to come up to the ring and start, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. pounding on the ring to, to rumble. And he just gives a speech about how important pro wrestling is and why everybody's here. And Which it just, like, hypes the shit out of you. That's awesome. And he did it three nights and gave awesome. me the wrestling chills. I give him right now. It gives me the wrestling chills. Mm-hmm. All three nights at this. So I'm like, oh, he's doing it again. Oh, we're yeah. doing this again. Like, like, I was like, can he? I love the wrestling can chills. Can he really top the night before? Yeah. And it was just like, it's just like, by the time he gets to the end of it, like, that's right. That's why we're fucking here. Yeah. That's I mean, why there's about. I, I get those chills every time the RWA show when, I, when they play uh, "We Will Rock You" behind, when I'm behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And I do that. I get the chills every time. Mm-hmm. I know what to expect. It's something I've done <laughs> dozens of times before, but you you actually do feel it. It seems so cliche and 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 trite to say it, but until you actually do that mm-hmm. and, or, and have the hundreds of fans on the other side of this physical curtain. So hyped, so ready for anything, so ready for wrestling, especially in RWA's case, where we're 15, 30 minutes late as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're over. It's overdue. And then you got to go through the rules, and everybody boos you. And I love and, that because and, that's and, that's my gauge because that's, that's my thing. And you know, yeah, it, they're just so ready for something that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> You're the last thing I'm they want to see. Thing they want to see. So is you coming out? I there. have to heal it up with the rules. Yeah, but um, no, but but I mean, the adrenaline, the wrestling chills. I get right. those too right. doing that, and, and it's very, it's a very real thing. I, I I love, and I've done that. You know, watching it, uh, even edit post, even post editing a show. Sure. When I I, uh, I got it a couple times with RWA, I've, I definitely got it with Super Indie and, and some Cage Fury stuff, and like where I witnessed the thing. And I can't, went back to edit it and still got the chills again. Right. You know, like every time I come back, back to that. And that's like that's like that buzz that I think mm-hmm. that's that drug. I think a lot of us as wrestle fan, wrestle fans, oh, right. as wrestling fans yeah, chase and maybe more of us you know, that are involved with wrestling. Absolutely. Even more so being part of it and, and be on the other receiving end of something like that. So. Yep. Wow. Guys. Now that we've deep. had a moment, that was deep. Now that we've we got, got a moment, deep. Got deep. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna breathe here. Just drink it in, man. <sighs> drink it in, man. Drink in the mayhem, man. Let me know what you guys learned from wrestling this week. Sork, I watched so much wrestling this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, I had to catch up from Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So the Lucha panel was Sunday. I went home. I watched No Mercy. I watched Lucha. I watched NXT. The next night I watched Raw. And I watched Impact. And Total Bellas. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. The last two he could have done. done He's without. doing the job. No, He's making sure true. it gets done. Right. Somebody Total has to Bellas do it. Total Bellas is amazing. Well, Total then. Bellas. Wait, is John Laurinaitis all I can... All, all I can handle on this show, yes. Okay. And I'm so what and what I'm going to say that I learned is about John Laurinaitis. Yes. 
Wow. Now, I, I want... Uh, it's a warning. <laughs> this is a warning. Once you hear this, you will never, ever be able to unhear it. Would you still like me to say what I've learned? Hold on. Yes. Let, hold on. Let me mute your mic. Yeah. <laughs> no. You sound like it. Um, I learned that it definitely does not take an hour for John Laurinaitis to finish. Oh, wow. Oh, oh my God. Okay. <sighs> Johnny Ace so, doesn't do a Broadway, folks. So, uh, no right. Broadways for Johnny Ace. Uh, oh, We're the opposite wrestling chills because I have those right now. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling I, guy heaves. I gave you <laughs> wrestling all heaves. a chance. I gave you all a chance. All oh, right, right. You warned us. I don't feel good. You forewarned us. No, I don't feel good right I, now. This is this is on you. I would have come up with something else. <laughs> like, 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 have you ever done like a hot chili, like a hot, either hot chili, hot chicken wings, like yeah. a challenge like that? Mm-hmm. And, and how pumped you are. And then all of a sudden you take one bite and then you regret everything that ever happened to you. I warned you. You ever you ever like clean up like 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 dog poop or the cat box and it was like really like juicy and then you like have a chili dog too close to that experience and it reminds you of the poop for some reason and you get that feeling like you're like, oh am I eating the poop because wow. it's chili and it's really kind of the same consistency? That's the feeling I have right now. Oh. I've never got a chili dog I, again. I want to reiterate. Uh, this is all your faults. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would have come up with something else. No, no that was fine. That's fine. Okay, okay. Ugh. I think we've learned our lesson. You I think I think this. we know what we learned yeah. this week. Yeah. Right. Um, I need a puke you, bucket you should down watch, here. But, no despite my, what I learned, you should watch Total Bells. Just skip that I part. actually will. I'm gonna go, it I'm is not, amazing. I've never seen a second of Total Divas, but I will watch the Total Bells. Oh, you don't have to. That's the beauty of it. We oh, just good. said I had to. Oh, good. It's a good jump. It's a good issue number one. You could say <laughs> it's all it's 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 post crisis John Cena. <laughs> like, like what? Oh I didn't know there was John one. John Cena broke a John Cena. <laughs> what was John Cena's infinite crisis? <laughs> yeah, right. John Cena's infinite crisis was making Nikki Bella sign a contract to live in his house. Oh yeah, that was no, no, like seriously. I forgot about that. That was an episode yeah, yeah. of Total Divas a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was like early Divas. Um, because you, you get the cold open of John Cena reading the rules for his house, <laughs> and I'm not Cooper. Nice. I'm not. No, 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 no. no. Shel- this is beyond it. Sheldon Cooper. Oh my! No, I, I'm being. I'm being really real about this. <laughs> like if you have dinner at John Cena's house, you are not allowed to not go to the cigar room afterwards. Wow, oh, that's a double na- oh, The men retire to the cigar room. Oh, the ladies retire to a wine room. Huh. Who would have thought what? he was such a traditionalist? Right. Um, it, it goes beyond, and wow. and you have to dress up. Yeah, you have, you have to dress up. For I dinner. actually heard about this. I heard about that too. Wow. I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Very mm-hmm. traditional. And, and also, um, okay. So, do, do you guys? Yeah, Sork. I know. I know you've had dogs. Riz, uh, have you? Have you? Have yes, you guys we just had talked dogs? about that. Yeah. Yes. Silly dogs. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm, now you know dogs. how dogs can occasionally get a little excitable. Yes. And give you a little nip. 
Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John uh, Josie, uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella's dog, oh. adorable little dog, gets apparently um, anxious and gives John Cena a little bite <clears throat> on the back of his leg. Nope. Not even bleeding, just a little nip because he was excitable because there was a lot moving around. And John Cena's immediate response is, we need to call the Animal Control Center. Oh. Immediate response. Huh. Um, John Cena is fucking weird, (laughs) y'all. Okay, that's what I learned. John Cena is fucking weird. And (laughs) Nikki Bella... We just went on a journey with Mad Mike. We really did. Yeah, I learned things. Nikki Bella is a saint. A well-paid saint. Well, wow. but a saint, a saint <coughs> with a Range Rover. What a saint! And, Where's Bobby? And at? No wedding ring or child. Yeah, I understand right. why. I understand <laughs> everything and, about John Cena in this one episode of Total. And Games. Daniel Bryan is about to have both. Yep. All right, I, I one one other thing. I learned that two shows simultaneously defined Superman for me. Total Bellas did it in 22 minutes, and Supergirl did it in 30 minutes. And they are two completely different Superman. What? John Cena Superman. Come on, we all know this. Yeah, we all know this. Okay. Okay, I'm done learning. How do any of us follow that up? No, I can't. All right. I'm sorry. That was a lot of information. I wa- like I said, I've watched way too. Much this is a heavy myself. last half of the show. It really it's is a very heavy yeah. and and well. I don't. Uh, I don't know what we can do to top of this. Also, Here. Daniel Bryan doesn't know what a quickie is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Riz, that brings it back. So, Riz, uh, I learned that TJ Part TJ Perkins knows nothing about video games. Why? Press pause on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, you don't break an N64 by accident. <laughs> no. <laughs> you do not break. Oh, yeah, no, you what? have to do that shit on purpose. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I thought I you... broke the N64 last week, actually. No, 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 no. <laughs> Turns out I needed to blow on the cartridge before any of them worked. Exactly. So, so right. TJ Perkins forcefully broke that N64 when he was a kid and made Brian Kendrick pay for that. That's what happened. You know how you how break an N64 when you hit somebody with it? Right. We throw it against the wall. No, it, yeah. And even then, it won't. It will just have like a little nick in there and it, it's, it still works. Yeah, it's a plastic tank. That's why, that's why we're still playing N64. Uh, no mercy. Sorg, Sorg. You were at the Nintendo store with me. You've seen the old school Game Boy that has survived the Gulf War. Yeah, yeah. And it still works. Yeah, I think that that was the one that was... I want more background on this. How did they break that maybe, M64? Maybe when they do did that... they rip it apart and then try to put it back together? <laughs> Listen, or did they just blow it up? Uh, Riz? Put it in a microwave or something. Riz, <clears throat> use the Mayhem account. But please ask TJ Perkins this question. Mm-hmm. You're like, listen, <laughs> I have a problem. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> which is me on my other account. You, Riz, on your other account. Uh, I, please do this and follow up with us. Bert Legrand, <laughs> what is your thing you learned this week in wrestling? I think for the 
you know, in, in the age of the quote unquote new era, I really think that uh, everything old is new again. I never in my wildest I feel dreams, like you said the same thing last time you were on well, the show. No, no, I don't know why I'm getting some kind of deja that vu. That was the extension well, Sorg, of, new things are old now. Right, see? It's, it's deja vu. <laughs> yes. it's the, well, it's not, this isn't about not getting Nakamura, which I still don't. But Oh, I, I forgot about that. The... Uh, the did, most, did, didn't I make an image that says this, yes, you did. Yeah, this man you doesn't did. like Nakamura? I love that. Why. Right. <laughs> good tease, by the way. Good tease. You're a, you're a master showman. Um, uh, I, uh, I wish I had time to do more of those. But uh, <laughs> in the age of the new era, the oldest regular performer on the show is still the most entertaining. By doing things he did 18 years ago. Jericho? Yes. You take two of the greatest characters of all time, the conspiracy victim Jericho and best in the world at what I do, Jericho. Make him the same person. And he's become the most compelling guy to watch in a long time. Yeah. And, and Plus the scarf. Plus the scarf. I mean, Plus the scarf, yeah. He literally brings two or three new things to his game every week. I want to invite you and the listeners to listen to my theory yes. about the Jericho list. Okay. And how it relates to LaLucha Underground Medallions, Gold okay. Medallions. Okay. That's on uh, that's on the Raw wrap-up this week. I will do that. Uh, which is uh, entitled, uh, it's entitled uh, <clears throat> um, uh, Podcast in a Cell. Okay. Uh, so go listen to that. I'll do that. And, and, and let me know what you think about it. Absolutely, that. 100%. So. All right. I, uh, for also, from the Facebook, uh, Wheels learned that even James Welters, well, Ellsworth can win the big one. Uh, he hasn't yet. That's uh, next, next well, week. He won one. Not, maybe not the big one, but he won one. And um, I yeah, wait, were... wait. If James Ellsworth win next week, mm-hmm. and, and AJ Styles right now is the face that runs the place, what would James Ellsworth be? Like, would it be? Would it be the win without a chin? Right. Like, is is that what is that, that what we're looking be, for yeah. next week? The win without a the chin. Win without a chin. I mean, look at him. He doesn't really have a chin. The face that's out of place. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it. That's it. The face that's out of place. <laughs> wow. Um, Sorg, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that my waitress of Olive Garden always wanted to be a. a, a, a well, it was weird because she said she said I always wanted to be like Miss Elizabeth and come out with a purse and then hit the person with it. <laughs> I almost wanted to correct her, like, so you want to be well, sensational, Sherry? But uh, that's oddly specific era, Miss Elizabeth, that she wanted to be like. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, sword. She might have watched during the NWO. I was going to say, yeah, that's true. That's I want to be the first Miss Elizabeth. I saw Nitro that one week. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the version of Miss Elizabeth where she just looks like she's being held against her will. Right. Like, yeah. like, like you're looking for her and the camera to like blink twice if you're <laughs> yeah, in danger. Like, she's okay. <laughs> oh, like uh, the aggressive blinking. I'm sorry, but yeah, thank you, Bobby. I did almost miss this because I was looking at the wrong window. Uh, but, but uh, Bobby of J Town says he learned that he 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 would like to imagine talking smack as a morning chat show. Also, <laughs> also okay with this premise, right? 
I just watch it. Just watch it Wednesday morning. Yeah, right. And it's you're on good. the network. You're good. You're it's good, on the right. networks anytime. I watch it. I watch it when I'm editing this show. Typically, right. Um, I, I think I think Bobby wants it with like the big window in the back where you have everyone that's like <laughs> going to their morning commute. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I love Renee. Like they have the big. Just all the people driving by in Stanford, Connecticut. Right. Yeah. Um. Um. That'd you so can't boring. see anything from their building. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's the joke. That's. The I joke. know. I'm sorry. Security. Um, <laughs> it's not even that doesn't even work you can there. see I-95 uh, also if I ever wanted to see John Cena as a heel total Bellas is for you <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. make, I mixed up this is entirely true but, um, in case you didn't see it in the chat yeah, he thank, thank hates you. Josie how much more of a heel can you be mm. Mm. yeah right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guys this is one of the more fun wrestling mayhem shows I think we've done in a long time. We learned a whole bunch about ourselves, each other, and maybe about you guys out there. Thank you so much, everybody. WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Subscribe, comment, however you want to do it. Uh, and just in general, apologies to the 405 Media Network. Um, Mad Mike <laughs> at 4883 <laughs> on the Twitters, of course. Yes, uh, I will be live. Tw- I will be back on the live tweet uh, forums for at least Lucha Underground, maybe Impact, depending on when we do things. Uh, but yo, I have so many things to say about Impact. I didn't want to get into them here, but oh, <laughs> we'll so do this someplace things. else um, on the Midweek War. I am curious about this interesting trios concept. Oh. It's one of those things. I know it's one of those things that on paper I'm like, that's actually interesting. I'm sure they didn't even say what it was. I'm oh, interested no. by the entire TNA episode from the oh, Hardy God. compound. <laughs> like, I can't wait for that. Wait, is that happening? They, Matt says they, Matt says it's going to happen in December. They're, they're, oh they're, no, they're, they're filming an entire episode for the compound. Is it? This came out today. It's the Hardy Christmas special. The I can't Christmas wait. Oh my god! If it's the Hardy Christmas special, <laughs> Matt, sign me feature, the fuck featuring, up. Featuring, according to Matt, Maxell's debut. Oh, his first match. Oh, so man. can we? Oh, so maybe sword, maybe next that, week. Our, this is a this is a preview. Next week, our big question will be, how would you book King Maxwell? Yes. Everyone has a week to think about this. I think somebody no, already no. has. Sorg, <laughs> we have a week to think And his about name this. is James Ellsworth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is James Ellsworth. Well, That's I mean, you know, the picture I used for for what did you learn this week is him like trying to club at Braun Strowman, and I'm like, I was like, well, yeah. that, that seems accurate, right? I mean, right. so uh, the Riz, yes, he is. Uh, as soon as it downloads, which he paused it so he could do this podcast and actually talk well, I to did us. Not pause it. I actually just uh, made it t- turn it on like rest mode. Which will make it still download. So. We don't need details. Riz is going to be Tomorrow. live streaming at some point. WWE Two K Seventeen. Yes, and uh, I want your guys' opinion on this. Mm. Do I start with the story mode? Do I start with a the, the Royal Rumble challenge? I always do. Or do I download the Great Collie? <laughs> <laughs> and and make the great Kali part of the bullet club. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Wow. Uh, no, I, I think you give Greg Khali Stone Cold Steve Austin's ATV entrance. I don't think wow. I don't think Ooh. you the Bollywood. I don't club. think Riz does anything until he's downloaded Greg Khali. Like just on principle. <sighs> Riz, Riz, no, Riz, here's what you do. You download Greg Khali. You download the Bollywood boys and you give them the NWO entrance. Oh. I like that. Ooh. I like that idea. Can you book like Great Kali versus Nakamura for the NXT Championship at, <laughs> no, at Takeover? <laughs> and and Riz, you should do the Royal Rumble thing first, though. Can yeah, you? And, and you have to be Mojo Rawley. Can you give Great? <laughs> okay. Can you? Give... <laughs> <laughs> it's on Riz. It's on the podcast now. You got to do it. Can... You got to do it, Riz. It. Where'd he go? Wait, where'd he go? <laughs> where'd he go? He disappeared. This is a verbal contract you don't get hype you stay hype riz i hate i hate all of you now when you stream that <laughs> when you stream that wait wait i'm yeah. going to stream that when you stream that you need to wear your 5x not, hype, yeah, hype bros shirt that i gave you yeah as the booby prize merry christmas um uh, uh, um, I I was gonna that's way better than what i was gonna say because i was gonna say you give great Kali like sasha banks entrance yeah, I can do that too. I mean that that's almost too good for Kali. I mean right. the boss. <gasps> no, Greg give Greg Kali Mojo Raleigh's entrance. <laughs> Sorg, where can they find you? I am at Sorgatron, but that's not important because you can check out Bert LeGrant at RWA, yep. including Bloody Harvest here this Saturday, this October twenty second. No, 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 wrong. No, so October fifteenth in yes. West Newton, PA. I'll be live. It'll be a lot of fun. Live. I can't wait. I love. I love doing those shows. The highlight of my week, um, the highlight of my month of doing those shows, and uh, I love the crowd out there. And whoever is watching, listening to this right now, come out and see us. There you go. Go check it out. Indeed. First time, long times. Whoever it I, needs to be. And I see on, stop plugging the Twitter because I've stopped using the Twitter. The t- oh, okay. <laughs> I can't. I cannot contain my thoughts it's on your thing. Characters. At real OSBL. I don't remember what it is. Is anymore. vacant. I I, I, I have use, to look it up every time. I use my live Facebook more often now under my under my real name. I've been posting a lot on Facebook because so, it's longer. <laughs> I can't keep it. I can't keep it under 40, 140 characters. <laughs> I say hello in 140 characters. I, I can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, if you've heard his introductions. Yeah, I... <laughs> it's the rules, man. At Sorgatron on the Twitter if you want to get at <clears throat> me. And uh, SorgatronMedia.com for all the great podcasts, wrestling and otherwise, that we do around here. WrestlingManagement.com. I did that like 10 minutes ago. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. It's been a blast this week. We'll see you guys next time. Actually, photographer Dan Hooven, we're going to check on... Uh, what uh, he thinks of Ryback in the Indies, because that's what we talk about when he comes on next week. Wrestling God. Mayhem Show. Uh, check out Indie Mayhem Show. We are scheduled to have Kevin Thorne, who's going to be part of House of Hardcore here in Pittsburgh this weekend as well. Uh, that's right. I have my interview with a vampire. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem Show out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. You guys are cool.